Hello, everybody. Chef Marcus Giuliano here. Welcome to Chef on a Mission Radio. Episode number 82. Let's talk about pickles. All about pickles. The beloved pickle. Uh, it's sort of like the American food. It goes with burgers. Um, it is it comes in every flavor now. And you can pickle much more than cucumbers. But before we jump into the pickle episode, this is brought to you by Aroma Time Bistro. Aroma Time Bistro, located 90 miles north of New York City in the beautiful Hudson Valley. Uh, that has been my restaurant since 2003. We are certified green, serving farm-to-table cuisine with an amazing wine and beer list. Our wine list is so amazing that back in 2015, we started taking people to the vineyards that we buy from. See, being farm-to-table, you we are also... Um, field to table, beverage to table, grape to table, grain to table. We love supporting a lot of small independents. And that journey has brought us to bringing people to those vineyards all over Italy, uh, through Spain, all through New York, and now Valle Guadalupe in Mexico, which is an, a major wine region that has 200 wineries just an hour and a half south of San Diego. Uh, it is a what they're calling the Napa Valley of Mexico right now, and it is amazing. So uh, if you want to travel with me to my friend's vineyards in Italy or New York or in Mexico, please go to VIPWineryVacations.com. Check out the upcoming tours. Uh, if you need help traveling in those regions, let us know. We can connect rides, limos, hotels, villas in Tuscany, hot air balloon rides in Mexico, in Italy, uh, vintage Fiat rides, vintage Alfa Romeo rides, whatever you need, we can make all of the connections for you. You don't even need to be traveling with us. You can experience some of our knowledge and relationships. And for the restaurant, go to AromaTime, T-H-Y-M-E, Bistro.com. Uh, and we are in Elmville, New York. We'd love to see you. If you're in the area, come in and say hello. All right, pickles. So pickles are one of those things that are so popular that uh, you can go to street fairs now and somebody, there's booths there, there's vendors there that are selling nothing but pickles. In fact, locally here by us, they have what's called the Pickle Festival in Rosendale, New York, just up the road. Festival every year dedicated to uh, the love of pickles. So pickles and when you walk in the store you'll see lots of many different flavors pickling is a process of preserving and pickling is something that was traditionally done or most commonly done with on a commercial level with cucumbers so the cucumber makes the pickle however the process of adding an acid and preserving uh, a vegetable goes way beyond the cucumbers. So you can make pickled green tomatoes. You can make pickled eggplant. My mother used to um, cook eggplant and press them, get all the juice out of them, and then uh, add vinegar and make these pickled uh, eggplant, which were fantastic. And I grew up on those. And of course, you can pickle a bunch of other things as well. So way beyond the cucumber. So let's talk about what makes the pickle natural, unnatural, as far as the chemicals in it, the preservatives, things like that. Let's talk about picking the better pickle today. Let's talk about sidewalk pickles, what I like to refer to as uh, the same ingredient that you would salt your, your sidewalk down. There's lots of things that are in pickles, and I'm going to decipher those today. So the first ingredient is calcium chloride. So calcium chloride is the same exact thing that you would put on your sidewalk uh, for ice. 
So when it's cold out and it's icy and it's snowy and you throw down those little white pellets, the expensive calcium chloride, not, not the rock salt, but the expensive calcium chloride, those white pellets, uh, people put them down because they're safer for sidewalks. They don't make them chip. Uh, they're safer on pets. They're safer on your vegetation. Uh, so if you have grass or you know, plants outside, animals outside, calcium chloride is a safer bet to throw down. But this same calcium chloride actually goes into pickles, believe it or not. And we're like, really? I didn't know that, Marcus. So calcium chloride is a crisper. It makes pickles crisp. It keeps them crisp. It keeps the cucumber crisp. Uh, if you get pickles that are a little bit on the soggy side, chances are there was no calcium chloride in that batch. And we're going to talk about all the brands, folks, that are that have no chems in them, because there's a few other things, too, like polysorbate 80, sodium benzoate. Uh, benzoate that that that's in that's in pickles as well. So we're going to decipher some of these some of these ingredients. The pickling process is quite simple. Uh, if you were to make pickles at home, you'd take some vinegar, some water, and um, pickle away. Add your spices, whether you're adding um, dill in it or other spices, pickling spices. You might want to add a little sugar in it. Uh, pickling is is a fairly simple process once you get the get this down. And there's lots and lots of videos on youtube that you could literally become a pickle expert within a matter of an hour and understand the process of this but this is really to understand the chemicals that are being used in mass-produced pickles so yes so calcium chloride is indeed in pickles and a lot of pickle brands and it's there to keep the pickle crisp i know for us the pickles that we use at my restaurant are not crisp uh they cannot well sometimes they are sometimes they're not but they're not consistently crisp because there's no calcium chloride in the pickles that we use so um that being said let's jump into some of the other pickles first of all the first rule or other ingredients i should say in pickles first of all the first rule in pickles the very first rule in pickles is to um when you walk into the store you will see pickles that are on the shelf and most people are used to going onto a dry shelf in an aisle and picking up pickles in jars those are the pickles you want to avoid those are the pickles that are going to have more preservatives in them, so thus they're on the shelf you want to buy pickles that are actually quote-unquote unpasteurized that are in the refrigerator that you have to keep refrigerated those pickles have more of a chance of being natural and less ingredients and funky ingredients in them than the pickles that are on the shelf. That's like the biggest general rule you can take away from here is buy pickles that come refrigerated that say keep refrigerated. That's the biggest takeaway from this. Um, if you don't want to get you know too technically involved with all this stuff. So here's some of the common ingredients that are uh, in pickles, common additives are in pickles. Polysorbate 80, it's an emulsifier used to disperse flavor. It's linked to inflammation, gut irritation, hormone disruption. All right, that's polysorbate 80. Yellow number five is a food dye linked to hyperactivity in children and cancer. Food colorings, if you do your research on food colorings, you will find out that there's a lot of hyperactivity and attention deficit order that is linked to food coloring. Food coloring, and of course, what is famous in kids' foods like cereals, and other things, well, food coloring, you can't get Fruit Loops, those colors naturally. So they are loaded with all different types of food coloring. So if you just took about an hour of research, if you have children at home that are concerned about what you're giving your children, folks, it's your responsibility for your children. You are the ones that are responsible for them. 
and your food choices impact uh, their health and it impacts, uh, especially in school, how they're treated in school. So uh, sometimes it's not so nice going to, uh, to school being a little chubby, uh, you know, when you are young, people do make fun of you and it's, it's a shame and people don't understand the power of the food choices that we make and the parents, when you're giving your food. But when it comes to uh, um, hyperactivity, attention deficit disorder, if you did some research on food colorings, you'd probably be shocked if you spent about an hour to two hours. You owe yourself and your kids to educate yourself about the food that you're giving them. You, re you really, really do. That's part of your responsibility as a parent. So yellow food dye number, number five is in pickles. Uh, let's see. Alum, an ancient used to keep pickles crisp, toxic in large amounts, and restricted use in Europe. So uh, there's a chemical that I have a whole series on YouTube. If you go to my YouTube channel and go to marcusg.tv, takes you right to my YouTube channel. I have a series on there, like 10 ingredients that are banned in Europe, but approved in the US. And it goes way beyond those 10 ingredients, but those are the popular 10. And Europe, like we, this is what this is why um, people say, oh, pick up a Mexican Coke. Mexican Coke is better for you because they don't use corn syrup in it. And that's not even Europe, that's in Mexico. They're not using corn syrup like that. Even though they're growing the corn, that's making the corn syrup. Uh, they're not typically using the corn syrup like we use. And same thing with a lot of the European nations. They are much, much stricter in the food because when there's studies that come out and say this stuff is bad for you, uh, they typically don't use it. So um, that's <laughs> that's the difference between America and here. So uh, let's see. Another uh, agent in there is tart. I'm probably going to screw this up. Tartantrazine. Tartantrazine. It's another name for yellow number five. So it's another food coloring. Corn syrup is used a lot in pickles and it's a sweetener. Um, you can use sugar, cane sugar, uh, beet sugar, or corn syrup. Corn syrup and beet sugar will be genetically modified. Uh, and it says here, sweetener likely made from GMO corn, uh, connected to obesity and diabetes. So um, I remember when our daughter was uh, in second or third grade, we, were, we taught them how to read labels. We taught them how to drink stuff with corn syrup and this and that. And, um, her friend was drinking something and my daughter goes, you know, there's corn syrup in there. And the girl was like, oh my gosh, I gotta know this, right? The little third, uh, third grade or something. And, you know, the daughter was educating somebody else. So we had educated our daughter. And the next day the daughter came back to school and told my daughter, oh, I spoke to my parents about it. And they said, it's okay to, to drink this. Folks, it's your responsibility to educate your children. Educate your children, be an example and take responsibility for their health as well. So it is um, a lot of these disorders, a lot of these ear infections, all this stuff that happens in your kids. This isn't a natural pro. This is not a natural process of growing up. This is it's a reaction from the stuff that we're giving our kids. I don't know if anybody's ever heard me say this. I know some of you have. Uh, but Courtney and Justin. Courtney's now twenty-two. Justin is twenty. Uh, Justin, they've never been on anti. Well, up until last year. They were never on antibiotics for anything but Lyme disease. They had Lyme disease when Courtney was five and Justin was 13. They had Lyme disease. And they went on a three-month cycle of antibiotics for that. They were never, ever, ever on an antibiotic for anything else. So no ear infections, nothing else growing up. It wasn't until Justin was 19 um, that he had gotten strep throat and had the, took a round of antibiotics. It was the first time he was actually in bed sick. 
So your food choices make a big difference in your, in what your kids are experiencing health-wise and weight-wise, right? So that's on your responsibility. Uh, now, um, these are things that we did with our kids. Like we went to the store and we bought good pickles when we bought pickles. Everything we bought was a higher quality ingredient. We paid the extra money for it, did the research and took the responsibility to do it. So and it does take some time and ongoing education, which is why I like to create content here on YouTube, here in the podcast, and just in general to help people make better choices. So corn syrup, um, potassium benzoate. It's a preservative and a possible carcinogen. So potassium benzoate, that's when they start putting stuff on the shelves, folks, when you see it on dry storage. Uh, that's potassium. Now, sodium benzoate, benzoate man-made preservative and a possible carcinogen as well. Uh, and sodium phosphate is another preservative and it's linked to inflammation. And all these can be in pickles. The simple pickle that's supposed to be just cucumbers and acid. That's all it's supposed to be. Um, uh, the, acid, the acid, looks the idea of making a pickle, the idea of making a pickle 100 years ago, 200 years ago before these chemicals were out was to take your harvest from your garden and be able to pickle it, which preserved it naturally, not with all this other stuff. They didn't have all this other stuff. And if you make pickles at home, you really don't have all this other stuff to make pickles. So you're not going to... Um, use these but here's the thing the process of pickling is supposed to do what these chemicals are doing right that's the whole that's the whole point of making something pickled is it's a preserving it without this stuff but once you get food manufacturers involved and they realize they can make something a different color right so it's visual for your eyes once they make something a little crisper so you know you think oh soggy versus crisp the crisp one must be better um add a little sweetener to it and, you know, for our palate. As soon as you start adding these things, this is, you know, this is, this is how corporate America makes food. This isn't how we make food in our kitchens. That's never how our grandmothers made food. So, um, back to the original ingredient of calcium chloride. So calcium chloride is probably the one thing that would probably be the safest in all of those to use. Um, but still, you would never just pop calcium chloride into your mouth and say, oh, this is safe. It's one of those things like, well, water's safe unless you put yourself into a pool of water, right? So calcium chloride, the salt used to keep pickles firm so they have an appealing crunch. Um, used in trace amounts, they say it is safe to ingest is what they're saying. That's, that's the word, safe to ingest. So, all right, what are the best pickles without additives you might be asking at this point? So, the best pickles. Now, this is not going to go throughout the whole nation, but this is going to help you with hopefully some national brands and some local brands as well. But keep in mind, there are a lot of small independent pickle producers across the country doing the right thing. If you want to meet them personally, I would suggest going to a farmer's market and finding a booth that sells their own pickles. And because a lot of pickle booths are selling other people's pickles, right? It's easy to buy 55-gallon containers of pickles from a distributor and pull up into a um, street fair, flea market or whatever, and just start selling somebody else's pickles. But if you're talking to the actual pickle producer in a farmer's market, then you can start asking questions and get educated. So, all right. Um, best pickles without additives. Grillo's pickles, G-R-I-L-L-O-S, Grillo's pickles. 
uh, available at most supermarkets nationwide. All right, so uh, cucumbers, uh, distilled white vinegar, salt, garlic, and that's it. Very simple, right? Uh, Three sixty-five by Whole Foods Market. By Whole Foods now. Whole Foods, folks, is one of those companies that you, you still need to be careful of things you're buying in there. Whole Foods loves to make money on mass-produced organic food that cuts corners. And some of those organic companies are owned by General Mills, by Pepsi, believe it or not, by Pepsi, own some of those some of those so-called natural. So them are just natural companies, not even organic companies. They're natural companies that appear to be healthier than they are. So here are the ingredients in the Whole Foods cucumbers, the 365 brand, all right? Uh, water, organic distilled vinegar, salt, dehydrated garlic, calcium chloride, natural flavors. Natural flavors is a very um, um, non-descriptive term for chemically chem- chemically made flavorings. If you make a chemical that tastes like blueberries, it can still be called a natural flavoring. It doesn't make sense, but that's really what that means in a nutshell. And then they use organic turmeric for color. So there's some good ingredients in there, but you know they're still using calcium chloride, which other people are not using. But you have to think, okay, calcium chloride is going to keep the pickle crisper, and it does say it's safe to ingest. And you know we do throw it on our sidewalks, and you know it's safe for our animals and it's safe for our vegetation. So you know they're going to push push the bill there and get that pickle um, the the with the ingredients and aren't controversial or have a small controversy or um, to the max there. So they can obviously make a pickle that's going to go to every tall 50 states and sit on a shelf. So Rick's picks, Rick's picks are my favorite. I met Rick many, many years ago, not many years ago, maybe 15 years ago, Rick and I did an event together. Um, I did some food. He did the pickles. We met each other. Great guy. See him all the time at the food shows. And for a while they're being made here in um, Kingston, New York, just North of us. Uh, at the uh, food packer there so cucumbers uh white vinegar lactic acid kosher salt uh, he also uses calcium chloride um dill and natural color so that's rick's picks uh bubbies uh bubbies makes a nice um nice uh pickle definitely on the soggy side but now we know that soggy is good right so cucumbers water salt dill spices um oh this one has calcium chloride the one i'm reading here i've had bubbies that are on the on the um, uncrisp side so um, i don't see an acid listed for ingredients there it's cucumbers water salt garlic dough that must be a typo hopefully trader joe's cucumbers vinegar salt granulated garlic caraway seed natural flavorings garlic extract calcium chloride and turmeric mother puckers Cucumbers, water, organic distilled vinegar, organic apple cider vinegar. Ooh, I like that. Uh, apple cider vinegar. Folks, white vinegar is, um, white vinegar is really not a safe product. It's, it's a lot of health gurus will say white vinegar is poison. It's toxic. It's acetic acid. They have to dilute it by 20 parts to make it edible. But if you consume straight acetic acid, you would not be in great shape. Uh, but when you dilute it with water and it's a trace amount of acetic acid, they say it's okay. That's white vinegar. Apple cider vinegar is far, far better for you. Much, much better for you. A lot of people swear by apple cider vinegar. They take a shot of it. They call it ACV. And there's all kinds of supplements out there now with apple cider vinegar. They say it burns fat, aids in digestion, balances out your gut flora. There's a lot of great things with apple cider vinegar. How many, however, not many pickles are made with true just apple cider vinegar. If we were to make pickles in my restaurant, that's all we have is apple cider vinegar. We actually do have 
white distilled vinegar, but that's for cleaning the windows and washing dishes. Just like how your grandmother used to put the vinegar in the chicken and soak it. That's what vinegar is good for, folks. It's good for disinfecting because it is a poison. That's why your grandmother put it with the chicken in the sink to soak it to kill anything on the chicken because vinegar kills. So white vinegar, that is. Uh, Nature's Promise. Uh, Cucumbers, water, organic vinegar. doesn't say what type of vinegar. Organic vinegar, sea salt, calcium chloride, natural flavors, organic turmeric. Uh, simple truth organic simple truth organic uh, organic cucumbers water organic vinegar and that's pretty much it uh, oh they have calcium chloride in it too uh yeehaw pickle cucumbers water vinegar chili peppers garlic salt dill mustard mcclure's i don't know if mcclure's um says found in independent grocery stores nationwide i don't know if they have two different labels i'm not sure sometimes folks people these companies will have two different labels where they have their natural label and then their unnatural label which they're not going to call it a natural but sometimes bigger companies realize they need to get into the game of the organic and natural food so they'll create a spin-off label sometimes you have to be careful that because one item in the brand is good the other items might not be good so cucumbers vinegar water salt garlic dill that's it mcclear's that's it but again read the read the ingredients cucumbers water vinegar salt garlic dill doesn't get easier than that right to read a label um company called real pickles cucumbers filtered water unrefined sea salt garlic doesn't say vinegar there's got to be that's gonna be another type or two typo two um unrefined salt um which says rich in trace minerals garlic grown in the northeast so they're really getting specific here uh black pepper chili pepper fennel seed bay leaf and dill so real pickles, real pickle company. Uh, Safi, S-A-F-I-E. Uh, cucumbers, water, vinegar, salt, dried garlic, and spices. Uh, available in the supermarkets in the Midwest. Another great brand, it looks like. Um, so yeah, so that's a rundown. But again, of course, there's many, many more. And the question here, um, can you preserve pickles without adding any preservatives is the main question here. Uh, from the article that I'm quoting on um, kitcheninstincts.com. Yes, you can pickle pickles and keep them refrigerated. The preservatives that manufacturers add are usually to keep the pickles firm and the product shelf stable. All right, so there you go. Like I said in the beginning, shelf stable uh, is not the way to go. You want to go into the refrigerator and buy pickles that say keep refrigerated, store refrigerated, even before you open them must be refrigerated that will avoid the preservatives a lot of foods that are in these refrigerated aisles are going to have less preservatives to begin with that's just a general rule on anything you see there so for example if you see sauerkraut refrigerated versus sauerkraut that is in a can or in a jar on the shelf the sauerkraut that's refrigerated is going to be probably raw unpasteurized probably not in all cases but unpasteurized uh so has good good um gut back to uh, uh good things to aid your gut bacteria in there as opposed to something that's pasteurized and dead and doesn't have any of that um those benefits anymore so the refrigerated stuff is definitely the way to go and it's just you know when you think about it, it kind of makes sense right it's kind of common sense oh yeah i didn't really realize that marcus but that's true so 
folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, please share this. Please like it. Please comment wherever you're watching this, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on, on Spotify, wherever podcasts are. Uh, the more you rate this, the more you comment on it, the more you share it, the more, um, the more people will see this, the more people will benefit from this healthy advice. And again, this is brought to you by Aromatime Bistro and VIP Winery Vacations. You can just head over to Aromatime, T-H-Y-M-E, Bistro.com and check out that website there. And that'll lead you to VIP Winery Vacations and to several other things that um, my wife and I are involved in, uh, our Airbnbs, our luxury Airbnbs, and um, business coaching as well. We do some business coaching for restaurant owners. We do any industry, but restaurant owners is our niche. We love helping other restaurant owners. We love helping them. We really, a lot of restaurant owners get into the restaurant business. They love their restaurant at first and they run out of money. Then they can't get people to work for them efficiently. Then they start working themselves way too much. Then they get burnt out. And I love to um, help people like that love their restaurant again, right? Because there is a way out of that, um, out of that dilemma. And I love helping people through that. So uh, that is also found there. You can get my book for free on business uh, for restaurants. It's there on my website on the bottom of the restaurant website. And that is it, folks. Have an amazing, amazing day. And until next time, um, see you then.